Welcome in to the Marvel Stuff Podcast, where like every single week, we discuss the Legend of Zelda and its timeline. I think that's what we always talk about. We've gotten into Ocarina of Time now, so I'm excited to continue to expand. Yeah. Um, actually, currently learning how to play the music for it as well. Mm, yes, yeah. that's, that's going to be a big part of our podcast. You already oh, know more about them than I do then, so <laughs> good for you. Well, we could always talk about Marvel stuff, which I guess kind of uh, makes a little more sense. I'm on board there. Yeah, we're uh, good. Well, let's do that then. I'm Coach. Of course, my co-host as always. Hey, Josh Kennedy from Facebook. And hanging out with me today is our Whoa. good friend finally back from the grave. Yeah, Ron. I'm here uh, not only back from the grave, but back from the grave in person with Cody. So I just I just walked past his house and was like, oh, we should podcast right now. And it's yeah. going to work out. So we're yeah. excited to have you back. It's yeah. been a few weeks, but we're glad you're here. There's not a ton to talk about. There's just some fun stories, but no particular news. Like I saw the Andrew Garfield, uh, Tobey Maguire sneaking into movie theaters things, which is that's fun. fun. Yeah. Every actor yeah. should do that. Well, the thing is, they they weren't allowed to experience like the red carpet premiere because that would spoil that they were in the movie. So they yeah, had to go to a, a different point. premiere, which is pretty yeah. funny. You know, you could have just spoiled it because everybody knew. But I suppose <laughs> we wouldn't have this fun story otherwise. No, no. Have you guys ever snuck into a movie before? Uh, no, but I regret not doing it. So I have not. And I did not the double not feature, the double feature move. Yeah, never done. Yeah, it. I've just done the double feature. I've never snuck into another movie, but I've like just kind of stayed. You know, because it's all like a little hallway. They only check. People. Oh wait. I have a story where I didn't sneak into one, but uh, I won't say names, but there was a movie theater that we were going to see Deadpool rated our movie. And uh, mm. my friends were not 17 yet. So mm. we may have opened a back door by chance, you know, I think it's Deadpool, to get some fresh air. Right. It's yeah. That's Deadpool what I was thinking you to do that. I mean, we were more than willing to buy the tickets, but we couldn't buy the tickets because they what weren't old. Enough, so theater are you going to that even check this thing? I've never. Wait, also, can't you, if you're older than 17, get somebody who's younger than two? Uh, when Deadpool one came out, you have to be 21 to get someone. Oh, 17 really? and up. I think I was 19 or 20 when the first Deadpool came out. So that's an obnoxious bunch of nonsense. And I hate it. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I just snuck around movies like I was 15 and wanted to make out with the girl that I was with. And yep, empty theaters movie. are an ideal place to do that. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I've watched. That. I can't say we watched. I think I watched Fool's Gold once. It's a long, a pretty it's good a movie. long makeout session. Uh, yeah. Well, when you're done, well, you got nothing better to do. It's... Don't have a house. Cars get cramped. I get it. Yeah, I've seen a lot of summers, stupid movies I didn't want to see for that reason. Yeah, but uh, glad I don't have to do that anymore. You know, I just have to try to sneak away from the kid to the podcast, which is you know a similar thrill, really. <laughs> similar idea. <laughs> if you think about it. Um, but yeah, good, yeah, for, good for Andrew prepared. Garfield. Good for Tobey Maguire. I'm glad they uh, they got to have a little fun with it. Yes, Garfield seems to be. That was revealed in an interview that he was doing, I think, with GQ, maybe. I don't remember who the interview was with, but he also got to talk a little bit about returning to Spider-Man, how he's open to the idea to doing an Amazing Spider-Man 3, which would be yeah. really, really cool. Of course he's open. I mean, we, we've all talked about it, Ron, but do you, are, you obviously, are you open to Andrew Garfield having oh, another Amazing Spider-Man movie? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Andrew Garfield, I, I agree with your assessment. He's the best actor that played Spider-Man. I, I'm open for any of them having more Spider-Mans. I think you're right. Toby's Toby's probably still done. Um, but uh, yeah, let's give Andrew Garfield another one. Give him yeah. one where people actually like him in it and they can celebrate the movie rather than just... I did hear a rumor online. I don't personally buy it, but the rumor was that uh, Morbius was delayed so they could film like an after credit scene for Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man because he was so well-received in the movie. 
I think it's more uh, of a COVID thing, but yeah, I I thought it was because because uh, Spider Man was still making money and they wanted to make That's, sure they didn't overlap in theaters at all. Literally, it could be one or all of those things. Those could be all of those true. things. Yeah. What if Andrew Garfield Maybe Andrew shows Garfield's up? Garfield's not even in Spider Man. I mean, you yeah. You Spoiler, by the way. <laughs> you're yeah. a little late. I feel I don't uh, feel bad if you're spoiled by it. Go yeah, ahead. Andrew Garfield coming back. Not necessarily a controversial topic, but uh, controversy is what today is all about. We didn't have anything to review, right? So I went on searching for topics, and I decided to come up with some controversial topics. We're going to start with a, a list of the top 10 most controversial MCU topics. Some of these are garbage, but we're going to go through all of them anyway. And then we okay. came up with some of them our own. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these, might we might just give two-word answers. Maybe we'll actually yeah. debate. I've been known to is. fight. I could punch Ron at some point in this episode. Yeah, you never know. I could stab you in the jugular with a pencil. You could, could. probably could. don't. Could we're we're, uh, we're rated PG, Ron. So really, just open murder, yeah. not the best call. It, it could, it could happen. It could just, we're just that's how heated and, and important yeah. we are. Uh, we're in, we're invested in the end. Let it be known. This is all new to me. I'm just finding out about this controversial topic thing. So I'm I'm going in just clean. No idea what we're going to talk That's about. That's great. You know, Ray's not here for this first topic, and I kind of wish she was because the oh, first question yeah. here yes. is uh, yes. it's a controversial take to say the audience maybe shouldn't sympathize with Lo- sympathize with Loki quite the way we do. We uh we all sort of love Loki despite the fact that he's kind of a tool. And he seems to backstep everyone every chance he gets. Um, is he just fully redeemed in the Loki show now? And, or is... Because I probably would have agreed with this take pre-Loki the TV show. Yeah, they were a little quick to forgive him in the movies. But because we got the backstory from the show, I, I, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, but why uh, are we, the audience, always so quick to forgive him? Uh, he's handsome and really good at acting. <laughs> is that a good enough reason, Ron? Yeah, this one this one's hard. I could see this going either way. Um, I mean, I do think they did forgive him quickly in Loki because the Loki at the beginning he has not gone through Thor two, Thor three. On the other hand, you don't want to just redo that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess like I'm, I'm trying to compare him to like Killmonger in some ways, right? I feel like Killmonger is supposed to sympathize with for sure. You're supposed to sympathize, but I don't think you're supposed to view him as a hero later on. Not yeah, whereas Loki we view as the hero. Right. Um, it's hard because you want to give bad guys their own story sometimes, because that can be fun. But in the MCU, especially with kind of the PG-13 max rating, how do you do that without making a character overly sympathetic? I think you probably don't. And so there's something to be said about viewing a character through a sympathetic lens while still kind of hating them. I think like Loki in the Avengers, we kind of have that. We kind of hate him in that movie, but also we kind of still sympathize with him a little bit. Um, But how do you do a show like that? I don't think you can at a PG-13 level super easily on Disney+. Plus. So I think they did the best they could with it considering that. Um, I just think, if I think back to Thor 2, all he does is just screw Thor over all the time. Thor Ragnarok does the same thing. Yeah. He just never grows it. He always is just screwing people over. And I was kind of like, do why do we keep rooting for this guy? I a have question. a point just because Loki is a Norse mythology character. And in Norse mythology, in the little bit that I've read through, I've done a little bit here and there. I would listen to Neil Gaiman's Norse gods or whatever, uh, Norse mythology, whatever it was called. It's a whole book on this whole topic here. 
And Loki's always known as the trickster god, yet he is always invited to all the events. It's just he's automatically included in everything that Odin and Thor and Freya and everybody else does within their discussions because he's so because part of he's group. accurate to the source material, we're just supposed <laughs> to accept it and like him. Is that kind of what you're saying? I I mean it's that, a it's a solid excuse that based on the source material that's forgiven within that realm. The, so the why not excuses, transfer it? Uh, we kind of sympathize with people who have daddy issues. Um, we also can find it easier to sympathize with characters when there's a worse character around. So Thor 2 yeah, and Thor 3, there are worse characters around. And worse so then it makes sure. this easier for us to root for Loki. Okay, yeah. Spoiler alert to the new Matrix movie. That's pretty much exactly what they did with uh, Agent Smith in the new movie. He has a weird redemption arc at the very end of the new movie. I don't know if I'd call it a redemption arc. Well, he... He, he's supposed enough. to be forgivable that there's there's someone worse there so we're allowed to root for him is all yes yeah, so anytime there's somebody worse that's fair right i agree with these points all right we'll get we'll give loki a pass especially because of the show he kind of gets a little more clean washed i would have been on the side of this but i think now that argument is dead um let us know if you disagree if you still think loki's a tool and you don't like him feel free to uh be wrong in the comment section but uh the next question we got here is the mcu version of spider-man uh, was not really true to his source material. Kind of ruined the true yes. Spider-Man. Is Tom Holland's mm. Spider-Man not really Spider-Man? Um, I wouldn't go that far because he has the same origin technically still because he did make the homemade costume. Now, the intro arc was obviously changed. So him getting bit by the spider, him losing Uncle Ben was all kind of in the cards and we never really saw it, but it did happen. So he's got that part of the origin story going for him. But the, the core of the character is he's a struggling high school slash college student, just an average guy trying to do the right thing. And because of the MCU, he's just thrown into this universe of like, I'm going to go save the universe. And he's just a kid from Queens or as a Brooklyn. No, he's Queens, whatever it is. Yeah. You got it. I mean, I'm never someone who cares too much if something follows source material that closely. My question is, is it interesting I mean, people like Spider-Man because of the tension between his superhero life and regular life. Yes. All three of the MC movies still do that. In they Homecoming, do. he's in Homecoming, he still has that tension, especially when you bring in the Vulture, right? It kind of you kind of get it more than the end. He um, does the first, live the high school. The first, the first two movies ask the question of can he balance both these lives at the same time? And that third movie, it comes to a head, and the answer is that he can't. Right. Um, so I think, especially when you view them as a trilogy. Yes, I think they stay true to the idea of Spider-Man as much as the other films do. Yeah, I'm going to, again, just kind of cop out on this answer and say that I think because of the new Spider-Man movie and where it ends off, it feels like he's going to be more... He's going to get the Spider-Man. More of the Spider-Man that I feel connected to than Agreed. he has been so far. Not, that, I mean, he's been an entertaining Spider-Man, to Ron's point. Yeah. He's yes. been a fun Spider-Man. Um, it just feels weird that he is like already part of this Avengers thing. Um, so I'm excited to see him back to what I feel Spider-Man is, and that's Spider-Man versus New York, um, not Spider-Man versus Also, yeah, has a secret identity. He doesn't have uh, right. Daddy Stark paying for everything and getting him new suits and such. So he's mm. he's kind of only your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man in one film so far. I think all the other threats are kind of pretty much a lot bigger than that. Uh, yeah, he's in yeah, London. He, he's, he's in, in Europe. He's in he's Europe. He's fighting multiverse one. characters. They've all been really big, other than Homecoming. Well, so the I last the, one, the newest one, it's mostly based in New York. Well, but he's fighting. I know multiversal monsters, monsters so... but we're still in New York. 
I do. Well, if that's why I said that's why I think this this argument loses a little bit of steam now that uh now that No Way Home has come out. This is, I think, the biggest, uh, <laughs> the big one. I think everyone sort of has a little bit of take on. And that's that Thanos was right. Um, but for a few different reasons, people seem to, to believe Thanos is right, even within the MCU. So not only do we, the audience, sometimes argue is Thanos right, but even the people within the MCU. Yeah, there's mugs that say Thanos um, is right. I think Thanos was 100% wrong. If you think he's right, it sucks all the tension out of Infinity War. You should be rooting for him. We're not really rooting for him in Infinity War. Uh, there's also, I don't think, a single character in the MCU that has said Thanos is right. We've just seen it on mugs. Yeah, just general. Because which character would you put that, would you have them say it? I'm not sure. I'm not sure which character would yeah, you right. say that. Um, I mean, even watching What If, you could get when, Thanos is, when it's like, oh, Thanos was convinced by by T'Challa to just kind of change his views on things. We're all like, oh, yeah, see, there you go. That's the answer. There probably um, are characters that don't care, though, that are indifferent about Thanos' decisions, like maybe a Deadpool probably doesn't care that much. Perhaps. Unless somebody he knew was snapped away. Or he was. I mean, there's a Wolverine. Could be something where he's been around for so long. He's like, whatever. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to... I don't think there's going to be any heroes that agree with Thanos. I'm with you there. Yeah, but what about but our are... fans? Is it a worthwhile thing for fans to think Thanos was right? I hate the parallel between <laughs> this and what society has become. I do not want to comment <laughs> personally, but we can talk. About <laughs> I think Thanos is wrong. I don't have any issue saying that. Um, yeah, no, me either. Does he have but interesting it's, points? It's so yes, he's an interesting villain. Yes. Do I think he has some kind of twisted lens I can kind of see through things through? Yes. Do I agree with him? No. no. Yeah, it's. I have one. I have one refuge that I that I think is at least worth exploring. Um, and it is the can of worms that were opened in the Eternals. And if it wasn't for Thanos, that thing would have popped out of the Earth. We'd all be dead. Destroy the whole Earth. So, yes. at least in that thing, Thanos at least was buying us time. Because half the population wasn't there to, to gestate to, this weird... Thing yeah, like us. to charge but, the core Thanos beam. Thanos didn't know, but like retroactively... And, and also, is that worth the rest of the galaxy? This right. isn't just half of Earth. This That's, is half the galaxy just gone but animals included theoretically this thing exists on all every planets. planets how many planets does this go off of though it says know. like innumerable pretty much in internals there's just like the big bang was essentially one of these beings exploding across the universe yeah. and then they're innumerable but i don't get the sense it's happening on most worlds either though and here's the, here's the argument against thanos making all these things is no matter what you still eventually catch back up to where you were yep so like yeah sure you theoretically bought all these species time but like, it's a, it still catches up. Ten thousand. They're not going to stop populating. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's I don't, just it's human nature. Weird. Thanos should have snapped his fingers and also made another Thanos to be born in ten thousand years somehow. Yeah. Now, just... what if he castrated half of the universe all at once? Because mm. mm. then half the people couldn't have more kids. Ooh, still a band aid, but yes, you're right. Horrific. Horrific, but not murder. Yeah. Exactly. These are the big right. questions that we asked. Here, it, hashtag Josh Kennedy from Facebook was right. <laughs> I want that trending on Twitter because that's interesting. I've that's never heard solution. the suggestion. That's interesting. That's the. He solution. doesn't have to castrate him. He, it's not like castrating isn't painful. No, it's just, just like he could just. Yeah. 
doesn't have to be you violent. You just take you away the sex drives of half the people in the, in the in half the half the creatures in the in the universe. Yeah, we don't have yes. to go Zeus versus Chrono style and <laughs> do it that way. We, we, don't, we don't need to do all that. You know what I think is worth thinking about though is that Thanos is theoretically the brother of uh, Star Fox or whatever his name was. Yeah, Star Fox. Harry At the end of Eternals, I still can't get over that his name Harry Star Fox. Yeah, that's great. It's a great name. He's, I keep expecting um, him to be a fox. And there, he's an Eternal, which means this Thanos also must be an Eternal. Maybe. Um, so Thanos actually did know. That this was happening, um, and he just no. I mean, it's that, that's like a that definitely wasn't their thought when they yeah, made it. They could retroactively write that in, though. There's no reason um, not to. This is a topic that I I think I agree with. Um, maybe not. I can't decide. We talked about it a little bit when we talked about Hawkeye. Um, would it have been more thematically interesting for the future of the MCU and maybe even just for Endgame itself if Hawkeye had died instead of Black Widow? We've talked about this before. I don't. I don't think it would make the story more interesting. I would just. I think it would create a new story that would be fun to adventure into. Like I don't know. Instead of Black Widow getting a prequel, Hawkeye gets a movie about all his time as Ronan. Like that would yeah. be cool. Yeah, but it feels like people. Yeah, I think people like Black Widow more, and it's kind of a bummer that her movie was a weird prequel. Yeah. So I think it would be more fun if his movie was a prequel. And she got to do the thing that advanced forward. He it's, didn't do been... anything interesting. How is he going to have a prequel? Ronan, Ronan prequel. But you're not going to make you, it. Okay, this, this technically, Ronan's story would be a prequel um, from Infinity War. But Black Widow is based before Civil War, so if we're going same time period, it, he wasn't doing anything. Good. You wouldn't have to, right? I I think that Hawkeye dying would have been less predictable. Like it makes sense when you're watching it that like she dies. We've seen her more. She doesn't have a family to return to. She's have more connected to the other Avengers. Maybe. Um, she's also a probably I think getting a bigger paycheck than Jeremy Renner. Yeah, um, and then, Definitely. um, I think additionally, when you look at that scene, you're like, who would win in a fight, Black Widow or Hawkeye? Black, Black Widow. Widow's winning that fight. Exactly. So, I think so it made perfect Hawkeye, sense. Hawkeye, it would have been more less predictable for him to have died. So that would have been interesting. I just don't see a way that like he beats her. I do think it's interesting. I heard a rumor. I think this is true that they 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 wrote it both ways, and they're thinking about having Hawkeye die. And then all of the women who worked on that movie were like, "No, Black Widow needs this this sacrifice." Yeah, I've heard that. What I'm bummed to die is I think I still still think I would have loved to see Black Widow lead the Avengers more. She led that ragtag team for what five five years of what when we saw none of it. Rocket and Nebula and Captain Marvel, and she was. Kind like of a, a leader. A weird, she was. She was a second in command. I want to see. I want to see that team do stuff. That's a. That's a sick team. They never going to. They never going to. But it's. It would be. It'd be cool. That's my bummer. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately they made the right decision. But I think it. It could have been interesting if the prequel movie was a Ronin movie and not the weird Black Widow movie, and Hawkeye didn't exist, but it was Black Widow and Florence Pugh and. That was yeah, I was just going to say, can, would be great. can you swap the places though to make it interesting? Because the the whole idea behind kate bishop is she's trained by hawkeye at some point so you don't but really you get have, done you that, said that she like you could have said she originally was with him when he was ronin or something and she has to learn to be softened by black widow i like i like the way this turned out because we have now we have yelena and kate bishop as the well, new fine. version of both characters anyway and hawkeye's you know we he's gonna be still a, could have had we still could have had that if you flip it though yeah it would have been weird i think but I, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I do see what you're saying. Yeah. And I'm glad Kate Bishop's around and she's the one who kind of has 
future. So maybe I don't. That's true. I think it worked. It worked out. Whatever. This is the other mm. thing that uh, again, more about. Well, we can you can attack this in whatever way you want. But the whole Bucky Barnes should have been Captain America thing. Um, we've seen the new show now, where it ends. Um, yes. Would would have been more thematically interesting if it was Bucky Barnes who was originally given that shield. Be more predictable. Um, that's exactly the what time. they did in the comics, and it was a fun story arc. But it, I don't know if they could have done that comic arc in the movies with the Bucky we have. The the Bucky that becomes Captain America in the comic books is I don't know somehow darker i guess he's got a lot more history i mean we explore a little bit of the winter soldier obviously but in the comics there's actually like a good 10 years worth of source material of him doing terrible things as the winter soldier and if you bring that to light and then he becomes captain america it makes it more controversial which is why i think they did it in the comics but if you did it in this universe the movies and show i i don't know I don't. I, I I agree with the idea of making Sam Wilson Cap personally. It, even though it I makes love sense. Him. You want Cap to be uh, a force for good that can kind of represent the best of America. Falcon is already a veteran. You get the whole plot yep. line about you know what it's looked like for an African American to be Captain America. Um, I think it would have been nice given that cap kind of you could argue he abandoned bucky and we'll get into that i i I have a point Um, but given that it would have been nice for him to have made bucky cap given that their whole trilogy is kind of about their relationship but it does make i think more sense for falcon to be the new the new cap um in the theaters i hated it because i was like falcon's not gonna want to be captain america and i was accurate about that assessment Mm -hmm. um but i think that made for their show to be interesting um, and I'm, I'm really interested to see what uh, Cap Four is gonna be like with with Falcon as yeah. Cap. I think I think uh, Falcon's Cap makes him more interesting as a character. I don't think Bucky needs to be more interesting. Mm. Okay. He already is. My note on this is in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Bucky's already had his redemption arc. In the comic books, him becoming Cap was his redemption arc. I think that's yeah. where mm, I want to draw the line there. Can we can we add an addendum here for another controversial opinion? Yeah. Uh, this is what I'm saying because I think I agree with. I don't think Bucky needed redemption in his show the same way that a lot of other characters have, Hawkeye, Loki, Wanda. Because yeah, he, was, oh, I agree. he was not controlled. He was brainwashed. Right. They seem to kind of treat it similarly. Um, he's got to go through therapy and all this stuff, which makes sense that he has to go through therapy. But um, I think in our minds, we kind of the show, the, the universe kind of views him the same way, um, and I think that's to his detriment. I wish there was more time on him getting over the fact he was essentially abused. Rather than mind him having to atone for things that were not his fault in any way. I agree with this. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, no, I, so I don't even think that's controversial. It's true. 100%. Well, the writers should, should hear that. Yeah. But I, I mean, would it be more interesting for the I, show if he was dealing with. Uh, maybe I can understand why yeah, he probably. feels guilty. Him feeling guilty makes sense because that he sense. viewed everything but him being viewed as the murderer which his therapist is like you got to atone no it's kind of gone away at this point though i mean no one really sees bucky as the winter soldier murderer anymore they kind of still treat him like he is sort of his fault i mean he doesn't go i I agree that ron's take there's so many other shows that deal with that i think they could have done a different spin then again mind control yeah i mean wanda needed more atonement uh hawkeye needs more atonement for sure because he was in full control of his you know functions and stuff so yeah i, 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 get, I get your point 100 i still think it would have been cool to see uh 
Buffy Barnes just with the shield thrown around more. Other than that, there's no. Did it like a bunch? (laughs) You got to throw the shield a bunch of times. Yeah, I know, and I loved it every time. Um, This is an interesting one because I hadn't, I'd never heard it until I read this. Um, And that's that Captain America's ending in Endgame isn't true to his character. Um, It's sort of implied that maybe it's like a selfish move for him to to go back in time and want to live his life instead of letting Peggy live the life she was already living maybe throwing off the timeline yeah. and not coming as much back as, to help. Yeah, as much as I don't want to agree with that, I do agree with it because when he rejoined, like, there's, I think the Nazis were still to come, so there's a lot of good he could have done while he was thrown back in time, but instead he kind of let the world play out the way it was going to. So that in itself makes him, like, not as pure of a character. I think if he did make the choice to stay with uh, Peggy, then he would have done things that would have caused a bunch of time anomalies and stuff, but that's in his character personally. I think, yeah, I think um, it's my least favorite part of Endgame. Uh, I feel similar to me to when I watched The Dark Knight. So rises or returns? Uh, rises. 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 And to me, Batman is one of the few characters that's never like retiring like that. So I, I hate the ending of that movie in part for that reason. I think it's interesting. Um, yeah, I get Cap retiring. Um, I get him wanting to have some of the life Tony has lived. His whole arc is about him becoming a little more self-interested in a, like a good way, in a healthy, in a boundary-setting way. Right. Um, but also his whole arc is about like he's with Bucky to the end of the line. Um, he clearly wasn't with Bucky to the end of the line. Yeah, he also um, didn't save Bucky. I didn't even think about that. What, yeah. what are we doing here, man? <laughs> he also, he also, um, you know, he goes back in time, meets up with Peggy, presumably about when he left. They have this weird, like, life experience gap. Not to mention he had this whole scything with Sharon. The writers of Falcon Lunar Soldier aren't even sure if he's dead or alive right now as an old man. Um, I think they kind of bungled the end of Cap's arc. I don't think that writers know how to end an arc without just killing a character, unfortunately. Um, it kind of makes poetic sense, his ending, so I kind of get it from like a movie standpoint. But yeah, that's what I it can't is. Imagine that... Cap, I can't imagine Cap doing it in real life, though. Well, that's the whole uh, crux of doing things based on comic books. Comic book characters are built to last over decades and, yes. you know, a hundred years, and they never want to seem like they're going to hang up the cape or put down the shield. But if you're going to bring it into a more realistic standpoint, then you would age because right now in the comic books, Batman's still in his mid thirties, <laughs> but he's been around since 1930s. So it's like the character doesn't age. He's constantly on this. I'm never going to retire. I'm going to save the city type of deal. And it's the same thing with cap where he's going for that hero arc, but you never want to see him end it. But in the movies, you kind of have to. So it, I don't know. You're taking characteristics from the comic books away, yeah. but it's necessary. Yeah. It's, I don't know if there's an easy answer to that either. Yeah, I don't know that I agree with either of you, to be honest. I kind of think it, it does fit. Like Ron said, his arc was what his arc was. Um, it was. I think he was always supposed to eventually give up the shield. It felt like that's what he was constantly like doing what he had to do because he had to do it. And when he saw an opportunity to not do it, it makes sense to me that he would take it. He knew that the timeline would work out all the way back up to his life. Um, sometimes the hardest thing to do is not help someone because you know it's for the greater good. So, I don't know, you know, it probably wasn't easy for him, but you can't say Bucky because you know 
kissing. So that's even more heroic. Yeah. To me. I am slightly better with it now that I realize him and Bucky talked about it ahead of time. Um, which yeah, they reveal the show. Yeah, it helps a little bit. But I get, I get, I get the argument. I think it's, I think it's a topic worth discussing anytime. You know, how much is it true to him? This is one that I, mm. I'm not sure. I can't. I haven't decided yet. Is Infinity War better than Endgame? That's that's kind of the question. Hmm. The two big yes. giant blockbusters of Infinite. You crossover. said you said yes. I say yes. I think yes. Say, say more personally. Well, we get to see like our. I don't know the the idea of seeing our heroes lose is really exciting to me, and like we get to see like. Doctor Strange is the coolest he's ever been in any of the movies. Iron mm. Man's god tier. And then Spider-Man gets to go on these adventures that yeah. he's never done before. I think everybody's character was A+, plus steak sauce, A1, through all of Infinity War until they die at the end. And one, cinematically, one of the coolest things that's ever happened in a movie ever. Just, they lose. Half the universe is gone. Suck it yeah. up. That's what that's happened. Fair. I love that. Endgame, great movie. I'm not going to say I don't like Endgame because I do. But as far as overall enjoyment, I think I may, after rewatching, obviously I needed to see Endgame to enjoy yeah. Infinity War more. But now that I've seen Endgame, I think I enjoy Infinity War as a movie more. I'm going to disagree for one reason. Go for it. Uh, my favorite hour of the MCU is the first hour of Endgame when our heroes are all super depressed and there's hardly any action scenes. That I is love fun. It. I think I it's amazing. Like dark stuff. Nope. I always love dark stuff. That's fine. Keep going. You keep going. No, yeah. No, 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 that's the worst part. The boy is the movies. worst part. Um, I hate the whole weird, like, we just kind of accepted that people have been Everybody's gone for all dead. the time and Tony's stuck in space. And it's like, just, who cares? Uh, I just didn't, it took too long to start up. I think this it's is a three a, hour movie. What do you mean it took too long? <laughs> it, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. It didn't need to be. This is a slam dunk argument for me. Infinity War is better than the game in virtually every way other than Tony Stark and his kid. And like Tony's Tony's arc is the only thing about Tony's Endgame ending. that stands up to what Infinity War is. Thanos oh. is so much better. He's kind of the he worst. Is better. He is better in Infinity War. The time traveling um, is cool. No, okay. Cap is hardly in Infinity War. He's one of the main characters. That's um, hardly. That's, I don't know. Iron Man's stuff in Endgame is arguably as good as his stuff in Infinity War. They do some fun things that are super clever, and I love I love the character study in the first hour. I love it's more intimate. I love it's the first time we see. I mean, that's when when that's the first time we see the six OG Avengers interact since Age of Ultron, seemingly. Yeah, um, which I love. Um, yeah, I think there's a ton of cool stuff in Endgame. I think Infinity War is a tighter movie. It's a that's tighter, a good way to put it. Is a, is a tighter that's why movie. Why I say it's a better movie? Um, I think Thor has really interesting arcs in both. I think you could compare both of those together. Yep, better. Um, I prefer there's really a lot go of, for I think Endgame is a lot War. of. I'll, I'll say this. Infinity War might be a better movie overall. I think more of my favorite scenes are in Endgame. I like that. the scene That's with um, Thor I and Frigga. 100%. I love that scene. Uh, Iron Man reconciling with his dad in a super weird, subversive yeah. way. That you know what he saw coming. Love it. Um, Cap with the movie Mjolnir, obviously. bogged down a bit. It gets bogged down a bit in the middle. Um, I'm curious how the humor in both movies ages over time. That's a whole other conversation. But Well, is Paul Rudd in one? Because that that's always going to be funny. Because <laughs> Paul well, Rudd's great. Yeah, always going to be funny. Um, uh, I stick by my opinion. I do love Endgame. I'm never going to say like they're both within my top third of MCU movies for sure. I think I'd put Infinity War above Endgame though. All right, I agree. I would say it's a slam dunk argument, but you know that's what arguments are for. So everyone can have an opinion. 
And even if you're wrong, Ron. Not kidding. He's <laughs> with us, and we still just gonna shit on him. Uh, is the MCU overrated overall? Is is the I don't know if the idea of the MCU is overrated, but like, are the movies just all a little too quippy, a little too funny, and they're not really they don't stand up. Um, as I don't. I'm starting to get tired of the Disney buffer on it. I think that's my personal opinion. Them always having to take it to a PG-13 and like quip it up for kids and make things a little bit easier to understand. It's fine. Obviously, I've got nothing against these movies. They're some of my favorite ever. But if these movies were made by like uh, like a Tarantino or like a Christopher Nolan, like I would love these movies so much more personally well christopher nolan they wouldn't even necessarily have to be r he does pg-13 movies for the most i know part. no i know but he's um, he's better at telling darker storylines but him in a fantastic universe i don't know how well that would work yeah i was super yeah, disappointed that eternals did not do this because i think eternals was an opportunity for something very different um once again i think it it could have maybe happened if they just made it a tv show uh, they just crammed a lot into two and a half hours that's a good point they really should have made that a show they really just they really just they introduced like 12 new characters um with this whole each one had an arc um this could have been like game of thrones style honestly like you could have taken you can make eternals a pg-13 game of thrones type tv show give it not even six episodes give it eight yeah eight episodes Um, would be fine i think that would have been fantastic it would have felt different they're not as quippy i think that's okay um they have sex in that movie too. That's they never have happened. Sex in that movie. Oh, I know. Was it kind of weird? Yeah. It's, yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, it's weird. Um, they look real sex. It's really funny. Um, I think the biggest issue with the MCU is that so much of it, kind of, even though they're all different films, you know, Winter Soldier is a political thriller, right? You've got more comedies, etc. Right? They all have different types of tones. Half of Thor three was improv. Um, in spite of that, they all kind of feel like they're on the same like Instagram filter a little bit. Um, you know, yeah. they all kind of filter through the like PG thirteen. Let's make fun of everything humor. Not every character's that way, of course. Um, I, I fully I understand why it. they do it. I get it, and they're doing a good job. They're doing a good job of different tones, right? Hawkeye, they're kind of make this different tone. A Christmas show. Uh, I wonder at what point do we run out on different tones that all still kind of feel the same i said it in one of our previous episodes we were talking about things that we're probably never gonna see and i said like a horror mcu project like something too it's supposed to be horror i know what a lot of people are saying that but it's still gonna be pg-13 ron no i know it's not gonna be a horror it's not it's not no it's not no no um i think they had a chance to they could have marvel zombies they could do it they won't happen I get it because they make the most money by making it most accessible to everyone, but I don't know, man. It feels like they could hit the niche every once in a while. How much money money did Joker make? $800 A lot of money, and that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I'll let you guys shit on the MCU long enough. Um, (laughs) I love it, obviously. I think (laughs) it's the base. I love it, too. The base of this argument, right? The only way it's overrated is if you rate it as the greatest pop culture thing to ever exist. Because it, if you read it, it as like one of the great things, well, it is that. It is yeah. a marvel of what it's done. No pun intended. Well, but little knows, yeah. But, but it is absolutely insane that there's this giant interconnected universe. Yes. It's insane that almost every single movie is at the very least very entertaining the first time you That's watch fair. it. That's true. Certain movies hold up, certain movies don't. But if you think about that compared to any other studio of any other set of movies, 
like Star yeah. Wars, no movies, Spider Man movies. Yeah, the ratio is just James Bond bonkers. films, the DC universe, Star trying stuff, everything DC they can. I just picked the other like. I think the only other equivalent might be the original Harry Potter movies, which are based on the right. books, so it's not that, the same comparison at all. That's a one. That, that's, that's the only, and, one. Like, and now Fantastic Beasts. Like, eh. They're okay. So, I mean, okay. there's almost no way you can overrate the MCU unless you're like, it's greater than sports in all of art. Yeah. Nothing else that exists is as good. Yeah. Um, but in terms Fair. of like, I was saying earlier today, I was talking to some friends, I wish you could clone Kevin Feige and put him in charge of DC and Star Wars. I think yeah. both of those... They're doing all right on Star Wars. They're I don't think it's overrated. Right I think I, I think uh, Josh and I were just talking about how could we keep it being good. Yeah, it's more about how long could it last. I, more, more of my fears about the MCU are not things I'm seeing in front of me. They're more like just like what's going to be five years from now. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Here's a here's a fun one, an easy topic to discuss, uh, and it kind of it feels like they've given us an answer, but maybe they haven't. And that's just the the all-time debate of who's the strongest superhero. Who, within the MCU so far, has displayed the most power? I think the show wants you to think it's clearly Scarlet Witch or it's clearly uh, Captain Marvel. Um, but I don't I know that it's, it's like quite so cut and dry. You don't like either of those answers. No, I don't. I I think that they've de- depowered Thor, <laughs> the god of thunder within the MCU. <laughs> He is a literal god. He's the most he, in theoretical how his character should be. It wouldn't work if they did it accurate to the mythology or whatever. But if Thor was Thor from Norse mythology, he would be the most powerful. I think even within the MCU, they still show He's Thor as just as powerful as anybody. I love I Doctor that. Strange too, Sorcerer Supreme. I wouldn't. I don't, he's powerful. Nah, I yeah, mean, he's up there his, too. I would. You say look so. at uh, what. Evil, evil, what do we call him? Evil Strange. Evil Strange, yeah. Um, I'm excited for that. Who arguably has the same power set. He just has to acquire more power. And I think his upper limit is probably higher than anybody else's. He just, the main prime one we see just doesn't happen. I am curious if that Doctor Strange is going to become a big time villain or if he's going to be a one-off in the second Doctor Strange movie. I think it's going to be this movie. I think, be just I think movie. so too, but it seems like they could make him into a bigger villain than what he's going to. You, you could. They won't. I think it's interesting because I think you have to. You always have to just split the argument into two arguments. There's the the wizards that can, you know, Doctor Strange, Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch, people who can do magic and manipulate the universe, Loki, things like that, and then just raw strength people like Thor, Captain Marvel, Hulk, um, Hulk, well, stuff like that. The other the other thing is Captain Marvel. We haven't really seen yet too many weaknesses, right? She's often considered like D, like Marvel's equivalent of Superman, but we haven't seen any kryptonite things for her yet she's played by brie larson that's a weakness no i'm kidding she's okay hey i love brie larson i had to take my pot shot i love her in all her other roles she's fine Um, i was kidding and scarlet witch i feel like i don't know i think we could be getting to the point soon now that she's actually coming into her home where she could start being so powerful that like the x-men get worried about her in five years or whatever they appear right then we got house of m in 2030 Sounds like great. That's I'm here. Probably what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? I mean, you kind of have to go with some think, route. I probably still think that this is a worthwhile discussion because I think if you gave Thor, you know, he's swinging around his axe, he might be Captain Marvel. I think it's. I still I think, think the, the discussion hasn't been closed. I it's not it's closed. Still, still interesting. I don't know if anyone new they're gonna add is gonna make a difference in these names. There's no one new coming up, right? That's gonna rival these powers. I mean, where do we put Icarus in this? 
he's not a man. Superman. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, he kills, so. he, the only way you can take him out is he kills himself, right? Like, worked out, didn't it? If Captain Marvel four flew themselves into a sun, I think the same thing would probably happen. I'm not sure it would. See. <sighs> If he was more like Superman, he would have just overpowered himself because Superman's powered by the sun. But stupid Icarus melted like a loser. Well, you know, true to his name, dumb dumb face. Yeah, I think it's. Sure. I think the, the, the answer could just be. I think we could have a whole other podcast on this. Thanos might actually be the correct answer. Uh, no, maybe Scarlet Thanos Witch. is weak. No, I'm kidding. He's strong, but I don't think he's that strong. He took on all three. Yeah, he did. He did. Him versus Thor, though. One v one. I don't know, man. Without the stones. All right, this though. this last controversial topic I have from this article, I'm going to change its wording because um, okay. I think I have a more interesting way of, of asking this question. Captain America's arc, Iron Man's arc, which character, which actor did the better arc throughout the MCU? Which one has the, you know... Mm, you definitely changed the wording of the controversial topic part yeah. of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the answer to that question is Iron Man. Iron Man's got yeah. the way better arc. Way better. I don't way know better how. Way better how. Oh my god! Every you guys like Captain America storyline throughout the MCU more than it's Iron so Man. It's so good. Yeah, it I is do. good. I do. Oh Tell god, me more, Josh. Crazy man. No, I first love. I okay, first, haven't made my decision yet. The Captain I'm America Winter Soldier made. is by far my favorite MCU movie, and that storyline's fantastic. Let's just yeah, put a spin in that. Points right now. Straight up. No, it's a great point. But the points. fact that Iron Man started it and he ends the Infinity Saga with the ultimate sacrifice and the way he develops as a character through all these movies, oh man, I don't know. I just, Iron Man's arc is better to me personally. I think I would agree with you, except Iron Man has this whole weird thing where it's like, he kind of says at the end of Iron Man 3, like, he kind of mm-hmm. makes it feel like he's going to retire and put down Iron Man, but he like ends it with being like, I'm so Iron Man. And then he gets like Age of Ultron and you're like, a little bit like, you don't even have to see Iron Man 3 to understand it. Does this arc in Iron Man 3 still matter? It does. It's mostly him getting over PTSD from Avengers. I love Iron Man 3. However, he gets over his PTSD by just, what, building stuff with some kid right now for a little bit? That's kind of weird. I um, get what you're going for. You have the whole, like, oh, is he going to be with Pepper? Is he not? A lot of that really interesting stuff happens off screen. At least with Captain America, I feel like his arc is pretty... I can say the same thing about Thor, where I feel like Thor's arc is a little bit... I love Thor's arc, but it's a little, like, all over the place. Cap's arc is the only one where I feel like, as you're watching the movies, it seems like a very, very clear progression the entire way through. I think it's the best... Yeah, but we just spent ten minutes arguing about how his conclusion was dumb. <laughs> yeah, because just I didn't did. like it. Not because it doesn't fit with the way the arc. Okay, works. but Those are different okay, fine. End of the arc, whatever. Iron Man's end of arc is clearly better than Captain America's. Captain America decided to not stop the Nazis, nine eleven, or save You're his best friend. You're talking about the book Iron Man I'm killed himself to save everyone. The arc as a whole. Fine. I'm gonna go with Iron Man. Um, I think it's really, really close. It is. Close. I think it's really, really close. I think Captain America is, is uh, super fun, but at the end of the day his arc is about going from being ultimately selfless to a little bit more selfish. Yes. Um, whereas Tony Hawk's is obviously the opposite. The exact opposite. Um, and it's great mirror, but Tony Stark's is more rocky along the way. And I, the Iron Man 3 argument is a, is a great argument because it is super weird. But much like your argument about Endgame versus Infinity War, the highlights of Tony Stark's growth are, I think, more interesting than the highlights of Captain America's growth. And so ultimately, I think I'll give it to him. You could have had I, Captain America be the person who snapped his finger at the end and probably. Here's something that I want to hear. What, 
who is more influential within the MCU? Because I feel like that question. has to be Iron Man, though. That's a different yeah, question. That's, that's, that's not what we're asking. That's not what we're asking. Yeah, that's an easy question. That's, that's an, an easy question. question. Okay, okay. But so we're, I'm just saying he's more influential because he has a good story arc. I think Cap is more interesting because when Cap started, everyone's like, he's going to be so boring, blah, blah, blah. Superman's boring. He's just a big Boy Scout. Whereas Iron Man's arc about finding redemption, we've done redemption arcs a billion times. Cap's arc about him being a man at a time, way more interesting. That's Fine. You know what? That's the end of this article. If you guys want to look it up? It's like Vocal Media Geeks Top Ten. Um, we might try to link it in. But we did get a few extra ones. Uh, Ron sent me some, and I'm curious to know. Uh, so we'll we'll burn through these to see if they're worth discussing. First and foremost, I think the the original argument was uh was that sweet sweet Hulk. They yes. swap Hulk after one movie. They uh, do. Was it the right call? Was uh, is is Ruffalo the better Hulk? I think the CGI was a bad call to switch it from that really cool veiny muscular from the Incredible Hulk to make him a green blob in this stupid MCU. <laughs> that part annoys me. Uh, Edward Norton's a terrible actor to work with, apparently. That's what everyone was saying. So I'm not mad about them getting a new actor because you know how annoying it would have been to have a media circus? Let's pretend we live in a world where Edward Norton's not a douche. Okay. And if we just had to base it off the character he was in his Incredible Hulk movie and the Hulk that he was in the Incredible Hulk movie, if he would have just been a normal person to work with, would it have been more interesting if he would have stayed One Hulk? One thing we have to note is Mark Ruffalo never got to do an origin story. I think that has a lot to do with which character could be considered better because you never get to see him pre-Hulk. Also, I don't know if this is a thing anybody had any controversial opinions about post age of Ultron. i don't think it was until we got into funnier hulk and bruce that yeah. we started being like oh is edward norton better because edward norton such like a serious brooding hulk we get a lot of that in the first avengers movie with mark ruffalo um i don't think it was his decision to make him funnier i think it was probably an overall writer's decision i don't um, think he so i'm gonna say funny. i think mark ruffalo is a better bruce banner i think the writing has just done him a disservice the culmination of his story arc, which is Hulk and Bruce combining together, we didn't even see on screen. I hope we get that in She-Hulk. We'll see. Um, I think the writing has done him a disservice. I think Mark Ruffalo himself is probably well. Um, let's more diverse. Let's, more diverse. Let's than talk Ruffalo. acting creds, though, just to be clear here. Mark Ruffalo and Edward Norton, both fantastic actors. But if you look yeah. at Mark Ruffalo's career, he's very much played almost the same character in everything he's done. He's the slightly mm-hmm. awkward slightly funny type of most he's almost always a nerd in everything i've seen him in so he's Sounds almost great for bruce. is bruce funny when when was bruce banner ever funny i don't yeah, know the answer I'm, to that i'm saying in the mcu he was always going to be at least a little funny at some why point. Right. there was no chance but like so, bruce banner in the comic books not a funny guy okay how about this edward norton a better hulk overall Mark Ruffalo, a better MCU Hulk, where they were yes. always going to at least make him funny at some point. Because I, yeah, he's I the I Disney Hulk. That. That's why he like he works for the Disney MCU. But I yeah. I like Edward Norton's arc a little yeah. better because it's, I don't know. I'm going to answer this question directly because we seem to be dancing around it a little bit here on the old Marvel Stuff podcast group. Edward Norton's Hulk is, is more interesting. He's a more yes. interesting character yeah. than the weird, meek Hulk that like Mark Ruffalo plays. I don't think it's interesting at any point. I didn't like it in the first Avengers because he's just so like, oh, you know, I don't want to be the Hulk. I don't even know why I'm here. Well, I guess I can help with the science a little bit. He's not even interesting when he's doing science stuff. 
I I guess I maybe I just gleam more towards people who kind of have the brooding stuff to them, so I think it's interesting. But I think ultimately I would prefer Hulk with Batway the whole time. If he would have just been brooding and yeah. dark and like really didn't want to be there um, because he knew he, you know, instead of this weird meek let's, version of let's yeah, I'm just saying, there, how just... does Josh Whedon work with that? I don't know if he does. I don't, I don't know what he does. Well, I, agree, I, agree. I don't know. The what, answer yeah. isn't like which one would have. <laughs> let's pause it real moment. quick though. Who is, is there a dark brooding character in the MCU right now? I mean, Iron Man does at certain points, but he's always got his quips and his humor. Yeah, no, no that's, that's not, not, there's not, there's not really, no. That's, that's what I mean, yeah. is like, what, Batman's such a good character in the Justice League because he's consistently that character, so I don't see why they had to make Mark Ruffalo's I, Bruce Banner funny. Yeah, you could have had I don't think they a serious to. point. They didn't need to. But, but they Ron's point, always going to. Ron's point is right, that like, ultimately, it was going to be an L, no matter who did it, because I just think they made all the wrong choices with Hulk, no matter what. I don't think it was... Mark Ruffalo's fault that it was he's a worse Hulk. I think it's the writer's fault that it's a worse Hulk. Um, yeah. But it is a worse Hulk because they just – God, they just ruined Hulk. He's like easily the worst thing that the MCU has done, in my opinion, um, is what they did to Hulk. He it's hard to do his character punished. right, though, because he's – the basis of that character is like, I'm strong. That's that's like his whole well, gimmick. No, there's more to it. There's a Jekyll and Hyde thing more, going on there. there I, I understand what you're you can saying. Even if he is just strong, you can just do – John Wick, like I'm just the ultimate badass, and you just let him be the ultimate badass throughout the movies. Um, and he, it's just he lost. It felt like every fight he was in. Oh my god, it was a lot of fights. It was obnoxious. Um, they definitely just you could have done better. I'll give um, Norton some, the check mark for acting, but he's uh he's a jerk. So I'm glad he. Yeah, wasn't no, I agree with that. Hulk. I just think his his Hulk is the one that I prefer watching. Yes. Um, Chadwick Boseman should he be recast? No. Or should they go the different direction? I think ridiculous, ridiculous idea. Why is it ridiculous? I mean, just because. Yeah. Why is it ridiculous? I get not doing. I get not doing it. But why is it like ridiculous? Okay. Okay. Maybe ridiculous is a little over. Over. It's it's overstating it. Yes, you could make a multiverse argument that you could get another very talented actor to play a different version of T'Challa and make it work that way. I guess. I don't know. It just, just it feels wrong. You don't have to do multiverse. You just do a different actor like they've done before. Batman, James Bond. I think he was he was too influential, man. The actor did too wasn't too good of a. Huh? I'm just saying, Sean Connery James Bond. People like it's never gonna James Bond is a different story because he's been multiple different characters through over the decades. I'm saying back then though, people were like, you can't do it. You never never gonna happen. And now we just like accept like, oh yeah, we just we just do that. That's what we do. I don't think you can go with that with the Black Panther just because that movie was so much bigger than anyone expected it to be. It was and so Chadwick Boseman so killed it so hard that here's, it's like it would it would be almost impossible to get someone as good as him. Here's my question: So we all didn't want to go the CGI route that they did in some Star Wars stuff, where you're like, no, "Oh, actors can die; we can just bring people back." We all, I think, most people kind of hate feels that idea. wrong. It feels wrong. We still have the Uncanny Valley. Even if you don't, it just feels weird. Um, I think a lot of people were like, you can't recast them because it seemed like some people made it seem like it was unethical. I was like, I don't know if it's unethical. I could just I wouldn't call it unethical. I could see why you want to do it. Here's my question. I would love to have known if they had any combos with him. It sounds like he knew that he was probably gonna die at some point. He just keeping his cancer in the cover. I would love to know, and maybe maybe they did do this, if they had combos with him about, hey, do you think we should recast you or do you think we should have like Shuri or Umbaka or whoever be the new I Black Panther. I don't. That that part is fine. Getting a new Black Panther is a thousand percent fine. They well, need obviously, to obviously do they're that. gonna yeah. obviously they're gonna do that. I'm just curious if they have those combos. 
Um, yeah, I would bet they did, and I would bet he, he stood did. by his the other actors on set, and he was like, "No, she can yeah. handle it." It probably had less to do with him. More, Here's my big thing. Supporting Here's my big, my big my big thing is I think I think his character is so interesting that I'm kind of bummed that his arc is just already done. Um, that part does. That's suck. that's that's my big thing. Um, I I would love that they could acknowledge it in the film. If they could acknowledge in Black Panther two, like, hey, we feel like. We feel like T'Challa had so much more life in him. Like that's a way to acknowledge that in universe. Um, that's what I'm hoping for. Um, yeah, if they, they could go don't like do that, a weird kid. I don't know if they're gonna do that either. But I guess I would it be preferable if he, you know, fathered a child of some sort and that child grows up to be a Black Panther character? No. Is that My, unreasonable? Why is that, why, is that, why is that better? I'm not yeah. saying it's better. I'm saying would that be an option? Oh no, of course. You don't like sure. that either. No. Okay, I, I like him just being dead. dead I just dead. want to see Nakia yeah. be happy. She'll be fine without him. She doesn't need a man. But I think they made the right decision. But I think you could have recast him, and it would have been fine. Um, I, I think there's a cultural, like real world implication that like yeah. he meant so much to so many people, and yeah. it still would have bugged them. Then I would have accepted that argument and been like, yeah. okay, you're right. Yeah, don't I'm just him. I'm really curious if they had those combos. And maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't care. Maybe he's like a they're either. they're avoiding the backlash that was almost certainly going to happen. That's and true. That was smart. They are. They are. Which I get. I get. And I'm. I'm the same reason they too. didn't recast Heath Ledger's Joker in the Dark Knight Rises, even though which Joker I still was think you to... could have done. I still think you could have done too. I, I don't think they should have done that either. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, we're we're all fine here. I mean, I'm all for recasting. Of... People, if you can't tell, I love recasting. All right. Last last topic here. I'm gonna throw out some names of some movies. And uh, you tell me if it's if it's even worth defending in these movies. Okay, some of these movies get defended. <laughs> oh my God, Ron's going to defend all of them. Um, not true. We'll throw it out. We'll say not true. You know, Thor two. We'll say Ant Man two. We'll say Iron Man three. We'll say. Oh my God, Ant-Man they made an Ant Man two. No, I will <laughs> defend three of those four movies. You will defend three of those. I will four defend movies. three of those four movies. Correct. I will not defend Ant Man two. It's fun. That's it. Are you telling me you're going to defend Thor two? I'm going to defend. Thor 2, I'm going to defend Iron Man 3, I'm going to defend Age of Ultron. See, that's what I'm saying. To me, Age it's not Ultron's even... They're, they're not... Only one of them is even worth defending. The other one's... Age of Ultron, I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. It's at least worth defending. Okay, at least say that, and then I'll, I'll say my, mine and the other two. All right, go ahead. Well, I think Age of Ultron is just a, is a fun movie. It's, it's, a good it's movie. weird that it's short. It's weird that it exists within a couple days. Um, but all the character interactions are super fun. Obviously, the Vision's a cool character, so it's great that he gets to be there. A Scarlet Witch, um, Quicksilver, Money. The twins are fun. The opening scene is fun. There's a lot of cool things that get to happen, even if it feels like a shallow movie at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at least a fun ride to go through. And the Ultron's cool. Like, his voice is cool. It's it's fun to pay. Should have killed him. Uh, no strings on me. All those things are... are I don't there, even so. think it's a shallow movie. I think there's a lot of depth there. It's just... It's a missed opportunity. Not done, not done the best. Um, I've noted that before, that they, they definitely could have done more with Ultron yeah. than one movie. Okay. But. Iron Man 3... Uh, I don't think it's better that. than Iron Man One. I think it definitely, it's I definitely think it's better than Iron Man Two. Yeah, like it tells a better story. I think, I think it does something really cool where it puts somebody in this situation where they have the Avengers bond and that kind of community that changes them, and then they're kind of off on their own journey after that without those people, and you kind of see how that goes. I think that's interesting. I wish more Marvel movies were willing to do that. I like the tone. I think it's the best Iron Man action that there is. Um, we finally get to see Rhodey really in action. Um, I love the stuff where it's just Tony Stark. I think people don't like that movie as much because they feel like it's too much Tony, not enough Iron Man. 
Well, I love Tony Stark as a character. Like that, yeah. So, um, and I love, uh, especially in, in what they did later um, with that, but I love the Mandarin twist. I don't mind if they do things that are different. Um, you know, I, I think that's it's funny. As the villain kind of suck, he does. There's lots of other Marvel movies. Yeah, I don't like I don't like him. He's really bad. He's so not he's... as bad as the villains in Iron Man 2. Or okay, no. The villain is... Iron Man does his movie stuff. Why do you prefer Whiplash? What's good about Whiplash? Whiplash is weird with his bird, and he like kills the people who are trying to like help. Yeah, him. that's fair. I love that Happy gets a bigger role finally. Um, I just think there's there's so many. It's the first time we actually see him and Pepper in a real relationship for the most part. Like she's in Avengers, but just like a little bit. There's so many things that movie does that are just really cool. I uh, I. For, yeah. Don't feel I don't feel the need to defend Iron Man three because I think it's okay. <laughs> that's yeah, that's how I feel best, about it. But it's fun. It was great seeing in theaters the first time. Um, Thor two is it so one of the bottom third? Yes. Yeah. I think people bottom shit on the movie too much three. for two reasons because it's the worst one. For two reasons. One, I think some of the best Loki stuff is in that movie. Loki. Nothing to argue there. Movie. That's that's all right. Found it's fantastic. Right. I also think some of the action scenes... No, because it's all undercut by the fact that he's still a tool at the end of the movie. Yes, but you can say that about Thor and uh, Loki in any of his movies, though. You can say that about him in any of his movies. So then people should shit on uh, Thor 3 more. Um, uh, Also, I think the action scene at the end where they're transporting around back and forth different places, it's just a lot of fun. Um, It's a fun action scene. Um, Could I have done without them wasting Natalie Portman? Yes. Could I have done without Natalie Portman's sidekick having their own sidekick they were also romantically interested in? Yes. Is the villain the worst MCU villain? Yes. Probably He's up the there worst. for sure. Uh, maybe Malik is probably the, the most forgettable villain. Ron's doing a great job of defending this movie, if you guys can't tell. It's still yes. bottom third, but it's there are... I would say that I think it might be a better movie than Ant-Man 2, which is just kind of there. That movie's boring. It's all there. That it's movie boring. is boring. It's funny it's boring. once because the jokes and it's Paul Rudd, but after one... I'm, I'm going to be a, honest... I don't know if yeah. I've ever seen it a second time. I don't know I if I have. Have you seen Maybe. Thor 2 more than once? Probably. Yeah, but I, I also used to be a lot lamer and rewatching movies okay. all the time. I'm just saying, I would rather End have a movie that's life. inconsistent than a movie that's boring. I don't oh. think Thor 2 is that boring. There's, there we go. That There's ghost character from Ant-Man 2, she seemed like she could be so cool, and then mm. she was so not. <laughs> I wanted mm. that character to be neat, and it wasn't. Yeah. She could be better. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, what I was think the last one you wanted to defend? Was people, that all of them? I'll, I'll let people defend. Yeah, that was, Iron that was Man. all of them. Okay. Good. But that's Thor two. That's all of them. Don't think it's worth defending at all. Yeah. yeah. No one can defend Ant Man two. It's absolutely just the most boring thing. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I gotta say. Uh, my right. controversial take of myself. We don't need to debate this, but I think controversial take is that I think John Chi is. I've watched it again. It's slowly becoming my favorite uh, standalone MCU Isn't movie. That controversial. You talk about that a lot. No, is that controversial though? I mean, I don't think I can't think of a single other person who would put Shang Chi as their their top. Yeah, but what are they how how many they Chinese people their... do you know? Because I have how, I have a pretty yeah. good idea that a lot of also Chinese how often do people do these rankings and it's just about all the movies, not just standalones. That's good. You point. do standalones. You do standalone interest stories. I think you have a lot more people with Shang Chi at the top of that list. It's representation at its finest. Everybody, like people that felt represented by that movie, probably would put it much higher. And I love the movie just because it's an awesome movie. So maybe you just haven't. <laughs> There's probably other people that. Share okay, that here's here's a here's a question that. for you related to Shang Chi. Is the main character the least interesting character in that movie? 
the main character the least interesting. Yeah, is he the least interesting thing about his own movie compared to all of the other? No. Characters? I like his, like, where he, did he or didn't he kill the villain? And then you finally find out the end. I loved that. And his development, like, showing him being raised was cool. And I think funny. his sister is slightly less interesting. You, think, okay, yeah, so you just think is, the villain's more interesting, interesting, probably. Oh, the villain's great. Which is, that's a thing. Uh, that yeah, happens in movies sometimes. But I think him, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. All right, this was a uh, good. Anyone else have any controversial topics that they uh, some weird takes that you want me to ignore? Uh, we could ask how the Marvel TV shows are doing, but I feel like we talk about that a lot of times anyway. I think overall, it's at least an okay idea. Right? I mean, I think the idea is good. okay. I don't, I don't know if they've. Um... Wouldn't it be better off if they made them into movies? I guess is the only question. No, no, they have to be shows. Some no, at I, least they most of them. Out, they haven't figured out the pacing of them quite yet. I don't think. Well, they all take place over different time periods. That's the weird thing. It's like WandaVision takes place over a few months, and then like Hawkeye's over a week, and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. uh, I think they all take too long to reveal their villains. That is, I think, the villain problem of the shows right now. Yeah, they do all. Just all take a bit too long to get to the. the, They all build up too fast and end too soon. Yes, I think has been true of. Almost pretty all, much all pretty so much far, every single one, of them. except for maybe the Captain America one. I think maybe you kind of understood what was happening. Well, you can make yeah. the argument that WandaVision, like Agatha's getting her own series, so I don't know if that's necessarily know, a problem. And like forever. she, she yeah, was the predictable villain for quite a she while. Was. Though I'm just saying, can you imagine in any Marvel film if the villain just appeared in the last like 20 minutes, which is kind of what we're getting in these TV shows, the equivalent, right? You'd be like, what's this, right? Yeah. Like if if Thanos appeared at the end of Infinity War, if Killmonger didn't appear right to the end of Black Panther. Yeah, the, King, the Kingpin move was weird. It was fine, and I'm glad that he's going to be returning. But yeah, that using D'Onofrio as like this maybe going to show up thing and then showing a scene or a picture of him in the last one, and then he's only in the last episode. He's only in one episode. You could have done do it differently. Things, and then you make us think he's dead anyways, and all, we all know he's not. No, they, yeah. they could have done that differently. Um, but WandaVision kind of does the same thing. Yeah, that show takes forever. Uh, it just world builds almost right. the entire show. Until Falcon the and the Winter Soldier, I think... I think does a good job. It does. Yeah, they've had their villain boring, the, the time. villain's kind of boring. The though. villain is boring, but I think that they at least... Um, to your and then point. you only get the villain, villain of Loki in what, one scene? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't like Loki, okay. so yeah, I'm not going to spend it. <laughs> All right, well, this was fun. Uh, hopefully you guys... Uh, Listen, you like. I know there's other things uh, out there in the nerd world that we've been talking about. Um, you guys should check out uh, Josh Kennedy. What should they check out? Yeah, they should check model. out Radioactive Paper Cuts podcast. Coach and I and my friend Rachel covered The Witcher season two. If you're interested, oh, and I did so an good. interview with Coach that came out on last Tuesday. So go check that yeah. out. Yeah, I'm borderline interesting, so I think it's probably worth listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, weird jack of all trades uh, nerd dumb here. But we appreciate you guys listening. Hopefully you guys uh, have worthwhile takes about these topics. And you can either discuss them with us on the Facebook group, Marvel Stuff Podcast, or discuss with your friends and family and then have them listen to this podcast. All those good things are, are out there and possible. Um, it's definitely better than talking politics with your family. So Facts. it's much better to just argue if Thanos was right or wrong. Well, maybe not that one. That's it gonna might get be you better. Yeah, yeah don't pick that one. It's, it's got real-world implications. Politics. <laughs> don't do that other. Worthwhile discussions. We have. You can who's talk about Cap for Sire, man. Yeah, talk about, you can talk about who's the strongest Avenger all day. Yeah, there you go. That's easy. All right. We love you. You guys are great. But just, I know you guys are out there. It's winter time. Don't have too much fun out there, um, especially without us. <laughs>